It was evening on the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side, and the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and put my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. My 36 years of service in the police taught me many things. Perhaps the most important was to ask lots of questions. This annoying trait has made me the butt of family jokes, but I've found it impossible to change my ways. As a police officer, I quickly learned not always to believe what I was told. Often the stories related by suspects and by witnesses too, contained not only lies, but also half-truths, mixing fact with fiction. I was constantly searching for evidence that could help prove a person's guilt or innocence. Frustratingly, this could be very difficult to find and all too often impossible. Many people have escaped justice for serious crimes because of lack of evidence that can be proved beyond reasonable doubt. While we, as children and adult members of St Albans, don't normally get involved in murky police investigations, we'd all do well to think about the stories of Jesus we hear in Sunday school, youth squad and church.
Are they true? Did Jesus live on this earth? Did he teach in the synagogues, on the hilltops and by the lake shore? Did he heal the sick and even raise people from the dead? Did Jesus claim to be God? Was he put to death on a cross? Did he rise again? Is he alive today? Men and women, boys and girls, have wrestled with these questions down the ages. I'm sure that each one of us in church this morning, as well as friends joining us on Zoom, have had at least some doubts about the Bible accounts of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Maybe this is why the writer of John's Gospel was inspired to include the unlikely story of Thomas, the only one who is not there in the locked room when Jesus suddenly appears to his frightened and bewildered disciples. For they were in hiding for fear of arrest by the Jewish police. Jesus offers them words of peace and shows them his hand and his side. He breathes on them the gift of the Holy Spirit and empowers them to forgive sins. But he then just disappears. Thomas returns, no doubt anticipating doom and gloom among his friends. Instead, he's greeted with excitement. We've seen the Lord, they keep telling him. But Thomas is a realist. Maybe he'd make a good police officer. He isn't going to accept such a fanciful story without seeing the evidence. Hang on a minute, he says. Unless I see in his hands the marks of the nails and put my finger into the wound left by the nails and put my hand into his side, I simply won't believe you. It's eight days later that Jesus appears again to his disciples, still in their hideout. This time, Thomas is here, there. As before, Jesus greets them. Peace be with you. Then he says to Thomas, put your finger here and examine my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Have faith. No more unbelief. We can imagine Thomas falling to his knees as he exclaims, My Lord and my God, all doubt has disappeared. Does this story, which I believe to be true, resonate with you? It's a story of fearful men who, leading up to his arrest and crucifixion, let Jesus down when he needs them most. But the story does not end there. They are given special courage through the power of God's Holy Spirit to share the good news of Jesus. This is how we can know this story today, more than 2,000 years later. So why do I, with my questioning, sceptical mind, believe that this Jesus who was crucified 
is alive today. He hasn't appeared to me as he did to Thomas. But I can say that in my mid-teens, during confirmation classes, like those who were confirmed here on Easter Eve, I made a conscious decision to follow Jesus. By God's grace, the sense of his presence, made real through his Holy Spirit, has never left me. Do you, like Doubting Thomas, have legitimate questions about our Christian faith? If so, you may wish to join the next online Alpha course that starts this Wednesday afternoon. Just speak to Sarah or to me if you're interested, or to Chris if you'd like to join the next Youth Alpha. Jesus said to Thomas, Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who believe, but haven't seen. Amen. Amen.